0: So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. In Joel chapter 2, God makes a mind-boggling promise to me and you. He tells us that he'll restore everything that the devil has stolen and or devoured from us, including the years he devoured from us. That includes all the time as well as all the dimes that the devil devoured in our lives. Now that's a real big promise that'll have a real big effect on our lives when it comes to pass. We're blessed to have a God who's big enough and loves us big enough to bring that real big promise to pass in our lives. And he not only can do it, but he will bring recovery and restoration into the lives of me and you. That's if we let him by believing him and cooperating with him as he does what he does to bring recovery and restoration in the lives of me and you. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Turn to Psalms number 30. Stanza number two. Listen to what the Lord says. It said, Oh my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. See, when the psalmist was all broke up and down and out, he cried to the Lord. And the Lord put him back together again. Wouldn't it be wonderful if the Lord put your life back together again? Wouldn't it be wonderful and included in that was your health again? Whereas you've been dealing with things, learning to handle things and learning to be able to work with the things that are sticking with you to the point that you just pretty much ignore them. They're like white noise, but there's still noise that's going on because they're always with you. But wouldn't it be something if the Lord ended that forever? Wouldn't it be nice if he caused it to go all together? Whereas you cry unto the Lord, yell unto the Lord, and then the Lord put you back together again. Under the premise of that you was broken. Under the premise of something wasn't working the way it was supposed to. Under the premise of something wasn't operating like it ought to. But God, the one that created the thing, know how to fix the thing and be able to put it back together again. Come on up in here. He can be able to fix it, put it back together again. And God said, I'll do it for you. And he did it for the psalmist. He'll do it for me and you. He yelled for help and he got the help that he needed. And I like the way he said it. He said, you pulled me out of the grave when I was down and out, which means even stuff that people call terminal. God said it ain't terminal until I say it's terminal. Even stuff that folks say that they can't do a thing and they just going to make you comfortable until it's, until it's over. God said, no, no, you call unto me. I say it's over. Not your life, but the sickness. Because God can deliver you from the grave. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Oh, no, I know this is true. I know this is true. My wife and I, we've been called to hospitals, praise God, after people have had strokes. And we went in there, and, the, and, and they head all swole up, and that thing all swole up and stuff like that. And, they, and the doctors is telling them, because they, they brain unswole all up. And they said, well, they threw And even if they do come out of this, they're going to be a vegetable for the rest of the days of their life. And we have be been like, the devil is a liar. And we declare that with long life will he satisfy them and show them their salvation. We declare that they're going to get up out of this in this situation. Hallelujah. And we've seen them come up out of it. We've seen them get up out of it. We've seen them walk back in this church after it's over too. Walk down here to the front. When they say you ain't even supposed to have no motor skills. Walk back down here to the front and hug us and say thank you for coming on that day. And we say no you thank the Lord because he healed you on that day. Is anybody hearing me up in here? God can be able to reverse the things that the people that the doctors say can't nothing to do with. Doctors say you through, but God say I ain't say you through. Until I say you through, you ain't through. Is anybody listening to me? Psalms number two, please. Psalmist understood what was happening. He said, Look, you I knew I was going down for the count. I was down and out. But I called unto you. I yelled unto you. I cried out unto you. And you came through and did what nobody else can do. Psalms number two, six. Psalms number six stands number two. It says, have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am weak. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are vexed. I know that's right. Have mercy upon me, Oh, Lord, remember we learned out the last time that was compassionate or time before last, it was compassionate. Have compassion upon me, Lord. Oh, my Lord. Why, if I am weak, you know, weakness is not of God. Weakness is not of God. Not just emotional strength. The way God expects you to be emotionally strong, but physically strong. But many of us, we've gotten weak over time. Sometimes sickness is going to cause you to get weak over time, where well, it cause your muscles to atrophy, and they're no longer strong as they used to be. But this person, in their weakness, called upon the God of strength, and he said, I'll heal you, which means I'll get rid of the weakness, or I'll get rid of what's causing the weakness. I'll get rid of what's weakening you, because there's some things that can weaken us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if not weaken all of you, it can weaken a part of you, it can weaken your bladder. Hallelujah. It can weaken you. But see, God said, I'm going to heal that for you. Why? That's why some of us who are dealing with physical difficulties, we should learn to cry out to the Lord. I said, we should learn to cry out to the Lord. Because once again, stanza number two. He said in stanza. Oh, Psalms number six, stanza number two. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am weak. O Lord, hear me, heal me, for my bones are vexed. All the way down to my bones are vexed. Some people's bones are brittle. God didn't design your bones to be brittle. They're supposed to be strong. That's your, that's your structure within you. That's supposed to be like girders within you. Praise God! But they're just as weak for some people. Some people, they take a couple steps, they may fall. It 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 breaks. Praise God. Hallelujah, now they got to deal with the break. Praise God. God said, I can heal that. God can heal that. In fact, I declare healing of that. God can heal that. Strengthening of bones. Straightening out of bones. Restoring of ligaments, strength around the bones. Tendons strengthening. Even while we speak. So that God can eradicate that which was once weak. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Once again, that don't mean nothing to you because you don't have this. But when you have this, this ain't no joke right here. Scared to walk, scared to climb up and down, scares, go, scared to go anywhere. Praise God, because you're scared that you may fall and not get back up. But the devil say, that's no. Nah. Excuse me, God said, No. Nah. That's, that's it. He wants to heal this. Psalms number 107, please. He wants to get rid of weakness. Why? Because he need a strong army. He don't need no weak old, old, old tied down army. He need a strong army. God's trying to put an army together. I don't know if you know this. God's trying to put his army together right now. Hallelujah. And he going to end weakness. Can't run, can't jump, can't shout, can't walk about. Perhaps God be all all winded, all time. God said, "No, excuse me. That's not that. Don't represent me. God's about to end some stuff." Yeah. Psalms number one hundred and seven. See, God sent His word to heal those who cry. That whose cries He hear. God sent His word to heal whose cries He hears. Psalms number one hundred and seven, stanza number nineteen. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for Your word. It says, then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. Notice he cried to them. They, they cried unto the Lord in their troubles. They cried unto in their troubles. That word troubles right there means narrow, speaking of a tight place. It's talking about narrow. It's speaking of a tight place. Old folk used to say between a rock and a hard place. While they were in a tight place, they cried unto the Lord. When they was in a tight place, place, they cried unto the Lord. Not cry as in boo-hoo, but cried as in announce what they, what they were going through. Announced what they were going through. Announced what they were going through. So that all that are around can know exactly what's there. Now we know God knows everything. We know. God knows things before they even hit our lips, before the thought even hit our lips. But that doesn't change what it is that he responds to and what it is he even beckons us to do. Because remember, he knows your prayers before you ask him. But he still says, ask me. He still says, ask me. Old Testament, New Testament. He says, ask me. Now, why would you tell me to ask you if you already know? Just do what I say. Does that, does that make sense? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So while they were in a tight place, they cried to the Lord. Ain't boo-hoo. But they announced to the Lord what they were going through. Open up your heart and tell the Lord what you're dealing with. Some of you still haven't even wanna face what you're dealing with. Talk to the Lord about it. Lord, I'm hurting so much I can't even see straight. Lord, I'm so tired that this don't even make no sense. Talk to the Lord. See, learn to be honest with God. God already knows. You the one purping. You the one pretending. God just waiting on you to get real with him. Because God meets you with truth to take you to where he wants you to go. Does that make sense to anybody up in here? It wasn't until Isaiah said, I am undone. I am a man of unclean lips and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. It wasn't until then that he sent the messenger with the coal to put upon his lips to be able to get rid of the iniquity. Because until he articulated what the difficulty was, then there there was no remedy that came. Because until you own up to stuff, you can't get you out of stuff. You got to own up to it first. And when you do, God said, thank you. Now I can do my next thing that I want to do. Does that make sense? Cry unto him. When, to let him know what you're going through. It also translates afflictions. Affliction. That word trouble also translates afflictions, which means while they were in the midst of affliction, they cried unto the Lord without restriction. They cried unto the Lord. They weren't worried about what people think about them. They cried unto the Lord. They weren't worried about what everybody else had to say about them. They cried unto the Lord. They weren't worried about everybody. Everybody thought whether they was a strong enough uh, believer, whether they was a, a good enough believer, what people think about them. Bunk folk and the horse they rode in on. You the one with the problem. You, they going home going to sleep. You the one that got to jump up out the bed five, six times. You the one got to do that. Is anybody hearing me up in here? They sitting there laughing and grinning, having a ball. You the one sitting there with your head throbbing like a, like, like like a time bomb and stuff like that. You, you, you the one got to speak up. Does that make sense to anybody up in here? And it teaches us that the Lord responded to their cries. His response to them was that he saved them. I like that. He saved them. That word saved means to open wide and free. To open wide and free. Open what wide and free? Remember that tight place that they was in. God will find you in your tight place and open it wide and make and open it free. Open it wide and free. See, when they cried unto the Lord in the midst of their tight place, God opened wide and set them free from that tight place. I bet you they was walking around smiling when that happened. Praise God! I bet you they was grinning when that was happening. Why? Because that which was troubling them, that which was controlling them is no longer troubling and controlling them. Now they've been free. It also translates helps them and get victory. The word saved also translates helps them. Which means when they cried unto the Lord in the midst of their tight place, he helped them. When they cried unto the Lord in the midst of their tight place, he helped them. When they cried unto the Lord in the midst of their trouble, he gave them the victory over that which was troubling them. Wouldn't it be good to have the victory over that which is troubling you? Wouldn't it be good to have the victory over what it is that's troubling you? I think that would be good if we could get the victory over that which is troubling us. Thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph through Jesus Christ our Lord. Praise God. He will give us the victory. He will give us the triumph. He will get, make sure that we get victory over what it is that's trying to hold you and me, oppress you and me, and, and cause problems to you and me. He said, I'll give you a, a, a victory over that and I'll set you free. Stance number 19 once again. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their their distresses. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. He sent his word and healed them. Good God Almighty. That word healed right there is the word rafa. Praise God. He healed them. That word is rafa, which means to mend, that is to cure. He sent his word to mend and to cure them, to mend them cure them. It also translates, I like this, repair them. To repair. Because something broke. God said, I'll fix it. Come on now. He will fix it for you. He'll fix it. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Come on now. Lord, you're the landlord. And I'm your building. Come on and fix it for me. Is anybody hearing me up in here? God is the owner of the building. We just live in this building. Sometimes you need to call the landlord and say, landlord, fix it for me. Y'all not hearing me up in here. Well, see, I ain't paying no rent to be here, though. I don't care if I'm getting it free. I'm still living here. Y'all don't want to work with me up in here. Stuff leaking. Stuff falling off the wall. Electricity going off and on. Look, fix this place. Some of us need to say to the Lord, Lord, fix this place. And how about this? You ain't the only one living there. He living there. Say, Lord, I had no idea that you was going to live in such a raggedy building. Come on and fix this crib I'm living in. We living in. Y'all don't want to work with me up in here. This his house. He all up in heaven in in a palace. And we down here in a shack. Something wrong with that. That's because he don't think like that. He wants your house to be just as beautiful. Is anybody hearing me up in here? When Solomon built his house, which was fabulous beyond measure, Then he turned around and built Solomon's house, which was fabulous beyond measure. When he built God's house, God built his house. See, we are now God's house. And God said, I'll take care of your house. Amen. He healed them. It means to repair. It means to heal thoroughly. Heal thoroughly. I like that which means that which needs healing, God heals thoroughly. He will thoroughly heal it. And it means to make whole, which means that which was not right and that which was out of control, God, they called on God and God made it whole. I like the Weymouth's English Bible rendering of this. It does, stanza number 20. It says, he sent his word and heals them and delivers them from their graves. He heals, he sends his word And heals them and delivers them from their graves. See, when Satan sent sickness to you, he had a goal, a place he was trying to get you to. And that's to your grave. You think this is a little nagging ailment, but it's designed to send you to your grave. You think that your blood pressure is just a little off. It's designed to send you to your grave. But God sees what's going on, and He's gonna deliver you from your grave. God say, I set the time and the season when you come see me. But you got to call upon him. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Where Satan sends sickness to take people to their graves, God sends his word to deliver people from their graves. He delivered people from their graves to good health because God never pulls you out of nothing without putting you into something. And he was going to take you out of that which is going to send you to your grave and put you into that which is called good health. I love the Lord. Psalms number 56, please. Psalms number 56. He wants us to call upon him. Amen. 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 Psalms number 56. Stanza number 13. It says, For thou hast delivered my soul from death. Will not thou deliver my feet from falling? That I may walk before the Lord in the light of the living. Thou has delivered my soul from death. Anybody hear God delivered from from eternal death? Well, then there's a series of questions that follows after that. Wilt thou not deliver my feet from falling? That I may walk before God in the light of the living? I mean, it's only logical to think that if you're going to deliver me from hell's fire, if you're going to deliver me from eternal death, You can't fix this little heart murmur. Let me get this right. You're going to deliver me from an eternal death, but you're going to leave me with migraines. Let me get this right. You're going to deliver me from Satan's hand with ease, but you're going to leave me with diabetes. Diabetes. Sickle cell? Pimples? Come on up in here. Bad skin? Allergies? You gonna leave me with allergies? Whereas I can stand strong against the devil and defeat the wicked one? But then when Techiero Taco Bell come my way. Taco 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 Bell? You know that little Taco Bell dog? Chihuahua. That little Chihuahua come my way. I'm I'm running. I, hold up, hold up. Something. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe it's just me. That's illogical. That would be almost the equivalent of me paying your house off. And then right after I pay your house off. You come to me and say, "Oh yeah, by the way, Pastor, I got uh, about two bulbs out in my house. You know, you think you can get me, you know, those two bulbs?" I'm like, "No, I can't get you them two bulbs." It's like, "Wait, wait a minute, you paid off my crib, man. I owe three hundred twenty-five thousand on that. These bulbs is like two ninety-nine. You can't get me this two ninety-nine, man. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's just me. Now I found out it ain't just me." The psalmist said the same thing too. We read it again. Come on, let's take take a look at it. Because he's talking to me and you. Psalms number 56, stanza number 13. For thou hast delivered my soul from death. Will not thou deliver my feet from falling? That I may walk before God in the light of the living? Since God went through so much to save me and you, why would he not also heal me and you? Healing... Logically should go along with That deliverance from hell I mean that's just logical Well that's all that we have time for today We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say Because we're in Christ The promise God made us in Joel chapter 2 Is a promise that's available to me and you That God will restore everything that the devil has stolen from me and you When we believe and stand on the promise of Joel chapter 2 even though it might seem to us like it's a real big thing to do, our God is big enough and loves us big enough to bring that real big promise to pass in the lives of me and you. It's good to know that we're loved by and are privileged to serve a God who is also a God of recovery and restoration. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238 to area code 210 or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center. That's 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. If you're in or visiting San Antonio, come visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. So if you need a ride, just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. And for all you mothers out there, I pray that you have a wonderful Mother's Day on Sunday. You mothers are so very important, whether you know it or not. What would the world be like without you? Where will we, your children, be without you? People may not know all that you do, and your children may even overlook and seem to not appreciate all that you do. But God knows and appreciates everything you do. That's why good things are going to happen to you, because of all the good things that you've done and still do. God said in his word, that whatsoever you sow, that shall you sow reap. God's going to richly bless every one of you mothers for all the blessings and the wonderful things that you do and have done for the children he loaned to you and asked you to raise for him. I thank God for all you mothers everywhere. So on behalf of all of us who are children of you mothers, thank each and every one of you for all that you do. You're loved and you're appreciated by us. May God richly bless each and every one of you for all you do. Y'all have a blessed and a happy Mother's Day. God bless you. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing Word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the Word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week.